personhood of the Holy Spirit. I believe that most times we think that the Holy Spirit is an it. That the Holy Spirit is all about power. But the Holy Spirit has personalities. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's a person different from you and I. He is part of the divine trinity as we know. He is part of the Godhead. So, when we talk about the Trinity, we are talking about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I want to take you guys to the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. My sister, if you can read for me. Okay. NKJV 26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping things that creeps on the earth. Thank you. Thank you very much. My emphasis in this verse is let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let us. The word let us is referring to more than one person. Meaning that this is uh, a team effort to create man my focus is not really on on trying to explain to you guys the trinity because it's very complex but i just want to lay an emphasis here on let us meaning that god is talking to himself and and in in, in many ways is talking to himself in He's talking to himself as talking to the Father. He's talking to himself as talking to the Son. He is talking to himself as talking to the Holy Spirit. So what I'm trying to get at is that the Holy Spirit is part and parcel of the creation of mankind. Do you believe that? That the Holy Spirit was involved in the creation of man human being both male and female amen i will leave it as that because most times we we see the holy spirit as a thing meaning that the holy spirit is all about doing signs and wonders the holy spirit is all about power power is one attribute that the holy spirit carries but the Holy Spirit is more than just possessing power and, and giving us power. It goes beyond that. And, and, and I like how in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5, differentiates power and the Holy Spirit. If you can read for me, my sister, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5. Let's hear what it says. And it says, For our gospel did not come to you in, in word only, 
but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and much assurance as you know what kind of men were among you for your sake. Wonderful. Did you see the differentiation between how the gospel, the good news, came about or how you and I we should preach the good news? Paul is saying that this gospel that we have is not just in mere words, but also in what? In power and in the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? So this verse clearly differentiates power and the Holy Spirit. Yes, we know that the Holy Spirit operates in power. Power is his capacity. Because, and the reason why the Holy Spirit operates in power is because God is the omnipotent. That is what makes God God. He is the omnipotent, meaning that God is all-powerful. And because the Holy Spirit is divine, the Holy Spirit also possesses this divine attribute of divinity of being the omnipotent meaning that the holy spirit is also all-powerful so power is one aspect or component of his nature and Amen. function Amen. i want to create another important point that the holy spirit is not a human being the Holy Spirit is not a human being. You see, however, the Holy Spirit needs humans to carry out his function and operations. The Holy Spirit is not like us. However, another for the Holy Spirit to execute the mandates of the kingdom, he needs you and I. Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit, invisible being that you and I, we cannot see with our naked eyes. We cannot grasp, we cannot hold, we cannot touch. But we can sense him. How do I know this? My sister, can you please read 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19? Oh, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? whom you have from God and you anoint your own so our body our human body this is where the Holy Spirit dwells us as believers the Holy Spirit is in us is inside of us he has his own will he has his own desires he has his own decisions but all of them are in line with Jesus and God the Father. Different from ours. The Holy Spirit would never submit to us. We have to submit to him. Because he is in charge of us. He will not conform to our standards. We have to conform to his standards. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, you and I will receive him from God. 
So we cannot tell him what to do. We cannot tell him how to do. We cannot tell him why he is doing what he is doing. We cannot control him. Instead, he controls us by doing what? Leading us. He is our leader. He is our leader. He is in charge of us. He directs our affairs. He is very intimate. The Holy Spirit is, is, is God's uh, personal presence in us. Did you get that? God's personal presence in us. I don't know how God wants to be intimate with us. For God to be in us. His spirit to be in us. Not far from us. Not outside of us. But inside of us. I don't know how deep we can get. For somebody to be inside of you. Can affect your life. We're going to look at the Holy Spirit ha is, is, is a personal being. Meaning that. He has his own mind of his own. He has his own will of his own. He has his own emotions of his own. Um, if you can read for me, Second Chronicles chapter 13, verse 14. Uh, the book we are reading is Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. It says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Wow. Wow. What a powerful scripture. Powerful. You and I, the Son, Jesus, offers grace mm. to us. You and I, we get what from the Father? Love from the Father. Mm. Because the Bible said God is love. Mm. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son as a result of what? As a result of grace. And Jesus is the fullness of grace and truth. Mm. From the Father, we get love. From the Son, grace. we obtain grace. Now, what do we obtain from the Holy Spirit? Communion. Communion. What is communion? Fellowship. Fellowship. What is communion again? Not just fellowship. Interaction. Intimacy. Intimacy. Relationship. Unit. Unity. Dominion. Togetherness. Mm. Belongingness. Oneness. Oneness. One. Socialization. Unit. That is all we can get from the Holy Spirit. Joy, peace. My sister, don't forget that Jesus is in heaven. The Father is in heaven. That is why Jesus said to his disciple, It is better for me to go. If I go, my spirit will come. My spirit will dwell in each of you. But if you have me here, because I am God-man, I am God in human flesh, I won't be able to Give access to everybody. Because there's only one Jesus. Mm. Were there many Jesus all over Jerusalem? One. Just, there was only one Jesus. One person. But everybody wants a piece of Jesus. 
Everybody wants a piece of Jesus. My sister, you mentioned that the woman with the issue of blood. Mm. How did she obtain her healing? Mm, her spirit. He said, power came out from me. Power came out from me. And did something for that lady. She said, if I can just church his garment, just a tip of his garment, I'll be made whole. And when he turned around, he said, who touched me? And, and Peter was like, Jesus, are you serious? Are you really serious? You know how many people are brushing you? You know how many people are rubbing on you and you're asking me who touched you? It was a special touch. Amen. A touch of faith mm. and the power left Jesus and heal her. Jesus is in heaven interceding on our behalf. You and I, because of God's love, he showers his forgiveness and mercy and grace upon us each and every day when we sin and rebel against him. I said, I will not leave you guys as orphans. Greater is he that is in us. So the Holy Spirit is a personal being. Somebody that you and I, we can converse with. We can tell our problems. We can tell him our cares. We can tell him our concerns. He has eyes. He can see. He has ears. He can hear. He has a mind. He can perceive. He has a will. He can make decisions that is good for us. That is what you and I we can get from him. Communion. Fellowship. When we are down, the Bible says he's what? The comforter. When we don't know what to do, he's what? The teacher. He would tell us what Jesus has revealed in the scripture. Interpret it for us. Communion with the Holy Spirit. Be with you all. It's not just for one person. The Holy Spirit is for everybody. It's in everybody. As long as you accept Jesus Christ. He operates in China. The same Holy Spirit. That operates in this church. is operating in another church. The same Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit in another believer. Is the same in me. Is the same in you. Is the same in everyone. Who has received and accepted Jesus. So the Holy Spirit has a mind of his own. He has a will of his own. He has emotions of his own. He has, he has, the, he has character traits. The attributes of love. Who do we get it from? The fruit of who? The Holy Spirit. For you to be righteous, for you to live right, who do you need? The Holy Spirit. Because he carries... His attributes of gentleness, long-suffering, persistence. That is Him. Wisdom. We get our character qualities from Him. We also need to know that the Holy Spirit has a mouth. And He speaks. What does He speak? He speaks... The word of God. He will never speak anything contrary to the word. 
That is why if somebody tell you, oh, this is what the Spirit of God is telling me, confirm it with the Word of God. He will never speak outside of the nature of God. He will never tell you to go and steal because that is not God's nature. He will never speak outside the will of God because all of them are one. You understand? When Jesus was on this earth, Jesus mentioned something so profound. He said, what I see my father does, I do. What I hear from my father is what I speak. What I get from my father is what I give to you guys. Everything, my father, everything, my father. Jesus would never speak anything that is contrary to the father. Whatever he was doing, he was doing it according to the will of the father. That is why the father also confirmed and affirmed him to the disciple and to the whole world. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And the reason why we should listen to the son is because the son listens to the father. They are all in unity. They are all in communion. They will never speak contrary to one another. You won't hear Jesus saying something else and then the father saying something else. You won't hear the Holy Spirit saying another thing and then Jesus is saying another No. They are all together. And this is, an ex this is an example for us as believers. That God is a God of unity. God hates division. Amen. Amen? Because they, they are always united. They are always in communion when, when, when they do things. If we go to... I want you to read Mark chapter 12 verse 36 for me. The book is Mark chapter 12 verse 36. It says, For David himself said by the Holy Spirit, The Lord said, My Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord said to my Lord, Wow. This is, this is look, this, this, Mark chapter 12 verse 36 actually talks about the Trinity. We see the Trinity here. Yes. Holy Spirit, and then the Lord said to my Lord, ah, it's kind of confusing. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. The Father said to Jesus, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. How did, how did David get that revelation? about God, about Jesus. How? By the Holy Spirit. There's no way I can talk about Jesus. There's no way I can talk about God without the Holy Spirit. Or else I would just make up my own words. I would gather my own information about who Jesus is. That's why people that claim to know Jesus and they don't have the Holy Spirit, I'm very careful. To listen to them i'm very careful to to allow somebody who does not possess the holy spirit to tell me about jesus no yes we have the bible that is why paul said he said we're not just preaching the gospel in word but we're preaching the gospel in power and the holy spirit because people can misinterpret the word of god and they can use the word of God to kill you rather than to produce life in you. And Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, they are, they are what? Life. And what? Spirit. Life. 
If you can read Acts chapter 2 verse 4. What does it say in Acts chapter 2 verse 4? The book of Acts chapter 2 verse 4, it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with that other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. For us to speak the gospel, for us to speak about Jesus, for us to speak about the Bible, for us to speak about Christianity or anything that has to do with the will of God, we need the Holy Spirit. We need Him. I can't stand here and just, and just start speaking about God. First of all, you have to be called. You, the Holy Spirit has to speak to you. Or else you're just speaking nonsense. You're just speaking your own doctrine, your own teachings. That is why we constantly need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit... What, what am I reading? How do I understand this scripture that I'm reading? Can you please make sense for me? He is our teacher. Holy Spirit, what should I tell this person? How should I share the gospel? Because he knows how to go about it. Then you and I. Another thing that the Holy Spirit can do for us he teaches he's a teacher most people don't want to commune with him for him to teach you please read Luke chapter 12 verse 12 for me Luke chapter 12 verse 12 the book of, of Luke yeah, chapter 12. Chapter 12, verse 12. Uh, we are reading from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. It says, For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that way, in that very hour, what you ought to say. Absolutely. I repeat once again. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. It says, For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. That very hour, wow, when you're clueless, when you're in a decision making, when you're persecuted, when people are asking you questions that you can't answer, humanly speak, you don't have an answer, what do you do? That is why Jesus said you can rely and trust the Holy Spirit because he has an answer for everything. He knows how to use the best words. He knows how to save people. He knows how to capture the heart of people for them to believe in Jesus. You and I, we can't. That very hour, he knows what to say. The exact words, he knows. That is why we have to rely on him. We have to commune with him. Second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 is just powerful. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. We say that all the time. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. We read that all the time as a closing in services. 
Could we understand the grace of our Lord Jesus? The love of God? But what about the sweet fellowship? Other translation, we use the word sweet fellowship. In this translation, I have communion of the Holy Spirit. Be with you all. Is it just for the pastor? Is it just for the minister? Or is it for everyone who call upon the name of the Lord? I want to finish up with this. That the Holy Spirit is a creator and a conceiver. We have learned that the Holy Spirit is, is a personal being. Meaning that he has a mind of his own. He has a will of his own. He speaks. So now we're going to look at the last key attributes of the Holy Spirit according to the scripture. He is a, a creator and a conceiver. Not a deceiver, a conceiver. We read in Genesis chapter 1 verse 12. My sister read that and... Um, talks about how God was speaking to himself, meaning he was speaking to the Son and the Spirit about the creation of mankind. Now, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, look what it says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was over and over the face of the waters. Wow. This is the creation of the universe. When this earth was without form, wow, wow, and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Guess who was the first person that got involved in creation? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. When this earth was without form, when this earth was, was void, when this earth was full of darkness, the Spirit of God intervened. He sat upon the face of the waters. He was in charge. He was in authority. Child of God, if we can now take this verse and apply it in our own lives, when your life is without form, when your life is void, when your life is full of darkness, who can you talk to? Why can't you commune with the Spirit of God? Who is inside of you? Who is personal and relatable inside of you? But we treat him as a far distance friend. We treat him as a long distance friend. Some of us, we have a long distance relationship with the Holy Spirit. We only talk to him when we are in need of prayer. We only talk to him on Sundays. And the only time we talk to the Holy Spirit is when we speak in tongues. That's the only thing we know about the Holy Spirit is when we start speaking in tongues. Other than that, 
Our everyday life is out of the equation. But the same Bible tells us that you and I we should have communion with him. Intimacy with him. Child of God. If this earth was without form and void and darkness was filled, our lives can be like that at times. We run to our friends. We run to the government. We run to money to change our lives. If I make so, so, and so amount of money, things will become better. I'll be a good person. If, if, if I move, if I do this, if I network with this person, he or she will bless me. And then if they don't bless us, then God is our last option. God does not want to be your last option. God does not want to be one of your hopes. God wants to be your only hope. When everything else has failed you, you have failed yourself. People have failed you. Why can you call upon the Holy Spirit to intervene? Child of God, the Holy Spirit was involved in the creation process. You and I, we are made in the image and likeness of the Holy Spirit. Do you know that the Holy Spirit birthed Jesus? The Holy Spirit conceived Jesus. He conceived our Savior. Jesus is the product of the Holy Spirit. If that makes sense. He empowered Mary. Because Jesus is divine. And the Holy Spirit is divine. Divine begets divine. There's no way Mary or Joseph could conceive Jesus. Because Jesus is divine. Divinity begets divinity. Mary was just a container. He was just a temple. So that is why only the Holy Spirit is qualified to conceive Jesus. Wow. So if the Holy Spirit is the only person qualified to conceive Jesus, then the Holy Spirit is also the only person qualified to represent Jesus. To teach about Jesus the right way. Because Jesus said, he will take from me and reveal it to us. Because they are, they are in unity, they are one. They are together. They all speak the same language. They all have the same will. And they, they are always trying to please one another. The Holy Spirit will never please the pastor. He will always please Jesus. Just as Jesus pleased the Father. The Holy Spirit will never please you. He will please Jesus. Amen. What makes Jesus happy, that's what he will do. That is why it's in the saving process. Because Jesus died. He is the Savior. He is, it is the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit that people can be saved. Without the Holy Spirit, people cannot be saved. Paul said we go about preaching the gospel in what? Not just in words, but in power and the Holy Spirit. If it was just the words, people would not receive Jesus. It takes the Holy Spirit 
accompanies with his power yes. for people to receive Jesus. Jesus. Wow. So they're together. It's a teamwork. <laughs> Jesus is doing his job in heaven praying for us. Interceding for us. The Holy Spirit is here on earth. Doing his best to execute what Jesus accomplished. He's not there to execute our plans. He's not there to execute the plans of the pastor. He's there to execute the plans of Jesus. Whatever Jesus has accomplished, the kingdom, take it and apply it for everybody. That is why you cannot limit the Holy Spirit in one place. You cannot hold him. You cannot contain him. He is everywhere at the same time. He is the omnipotent, is, is the omniscience, meaning that is the all-knowing God, all-powerful God, omnipresence, meaning that is everywhere at the same time. He's running in China. I can't be in China. Even with this virtual stuff. I am here, people can, can, can watch us, but the Holy Spirit is very intimate. I am not intimate. You can just see me. You can hear me. But the Holy Spirit is very, very intimate. He's actually there with you. He's inside of you. Mm. Can you imagine? Yes. He is inside of In billions of Christians. How can one person be inside of millions and billions of Christians? My sister, woman of God, that baffles my mind. That can only be God. That can only be God. That's what I'm saying. Evil spirits. They cannot be in one, they cannot be in multiple human bodies. They can't. No. In one body, when they are done with that body, they move to the next body. But not so with the Holy Spirit. Oh my God. The same spirit that is in me is in her. It's in another Christian who's in China, who's in Japan, who's in Uganda. Powerful. Why can we limit him? Unlimited. Unlimited or the Spirit of God carries the Word of God to accomplish. Mm, mm. He carries the Word of God. He enables the Word of God to produce results. He enables the Word of God to change people's hearts. He enables the Word of God to do the will of God. Luke chapter 1 verse 35. My sister, read this for me. What does it say? Luke chapter 1, verse 35. Okay. And then we're going to stop there and then we're going to pray and that's going to be it. Let us open our Bibles to, to Luke. Chapter 1, verse 21. Luke chapter 1, verse 21. No, no, 35, 35, sorry, 35. Chap chapter 1, verse 35. Yeah. It says, and the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. I said it previous to that divinity conceived divinity. Jesus, look, look at the description of who Jesus is. The Holy One. was born will be called the son of God child of God the Holy Spirit conceived Jesus 
Matthew chapter 1 verse 18, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, which shows that Mary and Joseph had no sexual... Thank God they didn't have any sexual intercourse. If they had sexual intercourse, guess what's going to happen, Edith? No, no, Jesus is not... <laughs> Jesus Christ is just a human being. Because why? Mary and Joseph had it. People will start thinking that Joseph and Mary birthed Jesus, which is not true. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Baby Jesus was of the Holy Spirit. Mary was just a humble, grace-chosen vessel. Child of God, you and I, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And He is able to create and conceive God's plan and will for each of our lives. You might think, how am I going to do this? How am I going to live this Christian life? How am I going to do the will of God? But I'm here to remind you, let us make use of the Holy Spirit. Meaning that, let us relate with Him. Let us have that sweet fellowship. Let us have communion with Him. He cares. He listens. He speaks. Ask Him questions. Cast your cares upon Him. He knows what's best for you and I. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you because you have taken us to another level to understand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Your Spirit. Thank you, our teacher. That he is not a human being. That we should not treat him as one. You are here to teach us. He is divine. You are here he is a personal being. Meaning that we he has a mind of his own. He has a will of his own. And he speaks. You, he is our teacher. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We have also learned that mm -hmm. he is our creator and conceiver. Lord, whatever needs to be created in our lives, please, Holy Spirit, create it. Produce the fruit of your spirit in us to become righteous, to become holy, to become pure, to become loving, to become kind, to become gentle. These are all attributes from you, Holy Spirit. They're not from us. They're not from our parents. We cannot be educated to love. We can only get it from you, Holy Spirit. We ask that you will change us. We ask, Holy Spirit, once again, that you will conceive the will of God in our hearts. You will conceive the vision of God in our hearts. Whatever it is that God has proposed for each of us as a church, as individual, Holy Spirit, make it come to pass. You did it for Mary. You conceive the greatest miracle, the birth of Jesus. There's nothing too hard for you that you cannot do. You can conceive our destiny, birth our destiny, birth the destiny of this church to another level. It is you who have started this. It is you that we rely upon. We thank you for revealing Jesus to us. As we leave this place, we ask that we will speak truth, the gospel, not just in mere words, but in power and according to you. 
Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen.